Well, hi there and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. I'm George. Some people call me G-Money. And, uh, well, I could tell you it was exactly a week ago today that I recorded my last podcast. And at that time, there was a forest fire burning outside of town. I think at the time it was uh, about 200 hectares in size. Well, the fire continues to burn, and I could give you a couple of really short updates that uh, last measured, it had a size of between uh, 3,000 and 3,300, and then there's numbers that say it's up to 3,500. Anyway, it's over 3,000 hectares at this point, and uh, as of this morning, the uh, date that I'm recording this podcast, the uh, fire was 35% contained, which is uh, not bad when you consider for most of the last week it was actually out of control, 0% contained. Um, the other side of the coin is that there's been a couple of road closures in the area, and a few hundred uh, people have been evacuated from their homes with, uh, you know, maybe another... You know, a couple of hundred homes on active alert for possibility of uh, evacuation. I could tell you that there's over 165 firemen on site. Uh, there's uh, numerous helicopters and planes and uh, heavy equipment and uh, just a lot of things going on to fight this fire. And it may sound like a big deal to you, and, and I'm not saying it's not, but it's actually not the biggest fire burning in the province. In fact, uh, as of today, uh, again, uh, the date that I'm recording this podcast, we have 365 fires. That's how many we've had burning so far this season. Um, in fact, that's, uh, I believe, how many are actually actively burning as we speak. Oh, man, I forgot what my... Maybe I've got that... Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how many have burned so far this season, because I think we have 180 actually burning right now, 160, something like that. Anyway, a lot of fires. Uh, not a record year so far, as it turns out, either. So, you know, it's been hot and dry, and that's pretty much what's kind of uh, contributed to it. So not a lot of rain, and sometimes when we do have rain, of course, uh, you get lightning, and that just kind of starts up a whole lot of fires as well. Anyway, I thought because it is still forest fire season, and very actively so where we are in uh, British Columbia, we live in southern British Columbia, but British Columbia has, uh, if you look at a map, if you look at the Canadian wildfire uh, information map, uh, you'll see that British Columbia has probably, without a doubt, uh, the most fires actively burning in the entire nation. So, um, yeah, pretty hot over here. There's a, been a, a national, or rather not a national, but a provincial state of emergency uh, declared for British Columbia. And in the uh, community I live, uh, they've declared a local state of emergency. And other cities and towns within the province of British Columbia have gone through similar fates. Uh, there's uh, one larger city uh, further north of here uh, named uh, Williams Lake, and uh, they have actually evacuated the entire community starting today. Uh, there's some other communities that have been evacuated. It's uh, It's been a really, really rough year in uh, the world of wildfires, there, no doubt about it. Anyway, with uh, that in mind, I thought I would uh, explore 
of the subject a little deeper in this week's podcast, and this time around I'd like to look at strange facts about wildfires. You know, we hear the phrase a lot, and we pretty much know that it's uh, the politically correct current term used for uh, forest fires, but uh, what exactly do we know about wildfires? So I've got uh, five things I want to pass on to you. So uh, my number five position, 90% of all wildfires are human-caused. Think about that for a second. We cause most of the wildfires. Now, some of them are accidental. Some of them, I guess, we just don't have enough common sense every now and again and don't realize that when it's dry and there's certain bands in place and there's a drought situation and whatever the case may be, that sometimes we just don't pay attention and do something that ends up resulting in a wildfire. Here's some examples. Uh, If there's a campfire ban underway, don't start up a campfire. If it's dry and there's, you know, wildfire warnings where you are, don't flick a cigarette out your window of your vehicle. Fireworks is another way we seem to cause fires. Uh, Another one that is, I think, fairly accidental is pulling over to the side of the road and uh, the pullout might be kind of, you know, has some sagebrush or whatever in it and the uh, hot undercarriage of your vehicle, particularly the muffler area, is hot enough to actually, poof, ignite some of that dry grass where you just pulled over and suddenly, if it gets, uh, you know, out of control, you have yourself a wildfire. So, yeah, scary when you think about it. We're causing most of them ourselves. Uh, My number four tip Uh, Weather contributes to the wildfire conditions. We have to talk about weather. I mentioned moments ago lightning. Uh, It's all well and good to be hoping for rain, and we've been kind of hoping for rain here for a while. But uh, when it happens, sometimes it's an electrical storm, and that's worse than actually wishing for the rain because the lightning causes a lot of these wildfires. Uh, Also, weather can contribute to wildfire uh, conditions uh, by creating drought. And uh, that's kind of what we're going through right now. I don't remember the date of the last time we had rain here. I could have probably looked uh, on the internet and checked out the stats from our local weather station, but I didn't because I can tell you it's been weeks. That much I know. It's got to be weeks. And uh, another way the weather can contribute to wildfire conditions is uh, by whipping up the winds. And it's been windy here, uh, more so than normal. We don't get a lot of wind here, but out uh, where the wildfire is located, and that's about 10 kilometers north of the community, so I'm going to say 13 kilometers away from where I'm sitting right now, and uh, it gets windy out there. And uh, the wind uh, has a lot to do with uh, not just uh, the conditions, but also how it uh, slows down progress for the firefighters out there trying to uh, get it under control. My number three tip is wildfires can create enough heat to spontaneously combust. That's right, they can create so much heat that they can ignite the surrounding area. And when those conditions are just right, if, say, you know, it's in a dry piece of forest with a bunch of deadfall and pine needles and 
things like that, uh, a lot of uh, dead wood and stuff uh, on the ground, uh, and and that's referred to as fuel. Uh, wow, I mean, you know, poof, there you go, you got yourself a fire. Uh, my number two tip is a wildfire is an uncontrolled fire, which occurs in the wild. I know that sounds too obvious, but that's, it's uncontrolled. It's an uncontrolled fire in the wild, and usually it's in unpopulated areas, but uh, I can tell you right now, a lot of people in British Columbia and other parts of the country will say that's not exactly true, uh, because they can occur in, you know, it's called interface areas, uh, so where we live, you know, our town, parts of our town, you know, border you know, forested areas, so that's kind of what your interface area is. Uh, we tend to want to move closer and closer to the woods and further and further from urban into uh, more rural settings, and unfortunately, that kind of sets us up for a uh, possibility of wildfire damage, uh, because wildfires can damage homes and uh, agricultural ventures and, you know, animals as well, so, you know, a wildfire is not necessarily just in the wild, but it is an uncontrolled fire. And my number one tip is a large wildfire is capable of altering weather conditions. What this means is it can actually create its own weather. That's a pretty scary thought when you think about it. It's it's that powerful that it can, you know, create its own weather and basically bulldoze its way through whatever is in its way. Like it's really scary. So there you go. There's some strange facts about wildfires, I could tell you. Uh, my thoughts are with uh, all the people who have been evacuated or on evacuation alert. Uh, we got kind of twitchy here in our house when the evacuation zones, the alert or order zones, got closer and closer to our community. And uh, as I speak, uh, they actually have ended at the northernmost border uh, boundary of the community we live in. Our house is located, um, I'm going to say, 200 feet away from the southernmost uh, boundary of the community. So, you know, we're, we're on the other side of it, but that doesn't really matter if, uh, you know, things were to really get out of hand. Uh, but speaking of uh, things getting out of hand, uh, I'd like to uh, say that we've been very lucky to have a whole lot of volunteers step up and uh, harness things to keep them under control and prevent things from getting out of hand. Uh, it's been uh, really quite uh, exciting to see how people have stepped up and uh, in particular people stepping up from outside of our community to pitch in. And we're not the only community facing this kind of fate. There's larger centers in the province that are experiencing even worse forest fire conditions. As I mentioned earlier, you know, cities that are being evacuated completely. But, you know, people are reaching out and uh, helping out uh, for uh, the people who have been evacuated or displaced in uh, this particular fire. And I think that's awesome. It's really cool. Uh, we find in a small town in particular that uh, people forget a lot of um, disputes and problems and and political issues and things like that when a disaster comes around everybody you know is equal and everybody wants to help they don't you know hold grudges or anything it's like you know how can we pitch in and help you know people and that's kind of how it goes uh, i could tell you since i did the last week's uh, podcast 
I uh, did a short stint in uh, the evacuation center myself. Uh, it was only four hours, so, you know, it wasn't really that long. But in the time I was there, uh, I got to see some situations and uh, got to uh, appreciate very quickly how important it is to have people who are um, calm and relaxed and, uh, you know, have their their stuff together, if you will, uh, dealing with some people who are, you know, really quite freaked out and uh, at their wits end and don't really know where to turn or don't even know what's really going on. Uh, it's uh, It says a lot, uh, as I said before, about uh, the volunteers who step up and uh, put themselves in these situations. And uh, I'm not even talking about the firefighters. I'm just talking about the people in the, uh, the background. But, uh, you know, let's talk about the firefighters too and all the loggers and all the other uh, people who have been pitching in, you know, search and rescue, RC, CMP, all kinds of first responders. I mean, the list goes on. I'm going to forget somebody, so I'm not going to. I'm trying. I'm trying very hard not to list everybody because I know I'll miss somebody. But I mean, you know, it's it's uh, again says a lot about the character of a community and the character of uh, of people who make up that community when uh, people are so willing to step up and uh, do something, even if it's uh, help um, direct traffic or uh, help billet someone who's been displaced or go out and uh, buy an extra flight out of bottles of cold water to distribute to firefighters or whatever the case may be. Uh, it's uh, been uh, pretty amazing to see how people pull together uh, just to um, make things work out for those who are less fortunate or experiencing uh, a really traumatic and uh, uh, drama-filled uh, experience and don't really know where to turn. So that'll be it for this particular podcast. Uh, remember, if you see a wildfire, report it. Uh, I'm sure you have a wildfire number where you are, where we are in British Columbia, uh, on a cell phone. It's star 5555, but uh, look in your uh, particular listings and, you know, program that number in your cell phone or uh, just, you know, write it down somewhere so you have it just in case uh, you do see a wildfire because the key to bringing them under control is having them identified quickly and reported quickly as well. And on that note, I am going to get out of here. Let's do another one in a week, and uh, next week's podcast will celebrate uh, one year of me actually doing podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed them. Uh, You can find me online at www.looseinc.ninja, and the podcast you've been listening to is called Ninja on the Loose. Have a great day. Bye.